How would you say uh, Toulson, Jake Toulson is kind of acclimating, moving over and with his new teammates and that? No, I'm so excited about him. First, first and foremost, I'm just grateful I get the chance to coach him for another year. I mean, that's it is. Um, it's one of the great. It just is a. It's it's a gift, right, to be able to coach a guy that's grown as much as he has and turned into the person that he is. Uh, he is. Um, it's he's really. It's easy for him now to kind of jump in and take a leadership role and and. Um, and, and he's accustomed to that. It's been his comfort zone for the last couple of years, and uh, the guys have been incredibly accepting. I think they're grateful that he's here. I think this team right now is grateful for for players, right? And um, so I think everyone's excited he's here, and, and uh, I think he's excited to be here. I seem to recall that when he first came to BYU, that you were kind of like you were maybe most closely involved with him maybe at that time getting him from Arizona to here is that fair? Or would you uh, I think you, you know I think uh, it's, you know this was coach's program so he was he was kind of running everything but I, I certainly uh, I got to know Jake really really well and and uh, through some good times and through some hard times I had a chance to just like everybody on staff uh, got to mentor him and have some. Um, some really private, important conversations uh, with him, just trying to figure out how to be a freshman in a, in a high-pressure program, right? And uh, and and you know, it's it's just extraordinary, guys. It is extraordinary. You guys get to do it. You guys actually probably pay more attention to the program than just about anybody else. But to watch these young men come in as one thing and then grow into something that's so incredibly bigger and different is just extraordinary and, and Jake's a great example of that. Can you say any more on what McEmory's status is or anything and, and also kind of the same question how he's uh, received you as the new coach and um, what, what his role will be? Yeah, I think f- for sure. I mean, I'll be really honest with you. You know, the first time I walked into the, into the locker room, most of the guys were looking at me pretty sideways and um, and we were really honest with each other, you know. I, I think I've told you guys this, that, that I told them the first thing I said was, like, hey, guys, uh, you know, you guys are in the unfortunate position of not having chosen the coach that is here now. You didn't choose to come here and play for me. And so we have to figure this out together. And for the guys that want to stay, come stay, and we're going to do something extraordinary. For the guys that don't want to come play for me at BYU, then let me find you somewhere great to go. And Nick, I think Nick would tell you he was looking at me really sideways. And... Um, but I think we're in a, I, you know, you'd have to ask him, but I think we're in a really good spot right now. I think he's got a renewed focus. Um, I think the seniors have, have just uh, extraordinary things inside them that are founded on um, the struggles that you go through over a four-year career, the ups and the downs and the sideways and the all-arounds. And... I can't tell you how many times I've seen seniors rise up and do spectacular things in really big moments. And that's my expectation for Nick. And I think that's what he expects of himself. And um, I just can't wait to see it. You know, you never know when it's going to happen or exactly how the storyline is going to go. But, but when it happens, we'll all be in a room together after the game and we'll be talking about how, yep, that's exactly how this is supposed to go. So I'm excited for him. I think he's in a good place. I think he's really focused right now and, and excited to kind of move forward. Kind of going along those lines, and you brought a lot of players over from UVU. You've got Yoli to come back. What is it that that you bring that makes players buy into the idea of I want to play for BYU and I want to play in the coach uh, I don't know. You know, I, I don't know if there's any special sauce. I do know that, um, you know, 
I do know that as soon as I get these kids, I get to know them, I just start collecting dirt on them. I'm like an FBI guy, man, so then I got them. They're stuck. I, I, I used to go towards the, the bags of cash, but I can't do that here anymore because it's more high profile, and <laughs> that kind of sarcasm gets me in trouble. <laughs> I was actually on with uh, with uh, a guy who does a WCC podcast, Andy Katz, and, and uh, I made an a offhanded comment about how I felt like the Zags were totally overrated. Thinking that it was completely (laughs) sarcastic because how could anybody make that comment seriously that that had any type of brain? But I got a lot of feedback for that, so I'm trying to be I'm trying to be more careful. (laughs) Personnel wise, how close is the group you've got right now to the roster you're going to open the season with? Um, Well, I think we're probably pretty close. I would guess we're pretty close. we're still, you know, we have a couple guys, uh, we, you know, we're still actively recruiting even for 2019 um, in different ways. And, um, and you know, I think what's interesting is I think these dynamic rosters, this is a little bit of a new era that's growing every summer. And I think these rosters will stay pretty dynamic probably through August, in, in all honesty. And so... I think we're pretty close. I actually had a conversation with a young man today who was who was interested in like who was interested in kind of where he was going to fit in on the roster. And so, um, but I, I think we're, I think the heart of the team is where it's going to be. Uh, there are rumors out there that some of these guys that are transferring might apply for a hardship waiver uh, be yeah, eligible. Yeah. Can you address that at all? Or is that I don't know what I'm allowed to say or what I'm yeah. not allowed to say, but, but I would like all the guys on my roster to play this year and for the next 20 years. So, you know, I don't know if I can get extended waivers on guys that play a sixth and seventh year or, uh, you know, um, but, yeah, so so we'll see. I mean, we'll, we'll just see. that You know, there's, uh, um, you know, that's a, like I said, all that kind of, all those things help continue to make rosters more and more dynamic, right? And it just is a, so we kind of pursue every lead, and then you just see where you end up at the at the end of the day, and and, and try and put together a product on the floor. With recruiting in 2019, kids uh, are those more scholarship athletes that you recruit? Do you have openings there or preferred walk-ons? Um, both, right? So, um, you know, we'll we. Um, you know, recruiting is, I said, you guys hear me say this a million times, but Coach Fox always said to me, recruiting is 99.9% waste of time. And that 0.1% of the time actually makes a difference in you winning or not winning. And so it's it's kind of re- relentless every day, uh, building relationships with every single prospect that you meet, whether you're in the hunt or not in the hunt, because now at this point, you might not be in the hunt right now, but in two years, if things don't go exactly as planned, you might be way back in the hunt, right? And I've been there several times where we recruited an athlete really, really hard, and then it wasn't until three or four years later that he actually rolled into our joint because of the relationship that we had built before. Maybe he made his first decision, right? And that's just the nature of this deal now. I mean, you see uh, even the high majors, you know, you, you look at Kentucky bringing in grad transfers and Virginia bringing in grad transfers and people winning national championships bringing in grad transfers and Division One transfers. And it's a real part of – it is a 100% uh, real part lifeblood of recruiting. And I don't hate it. I think well, I think second chances are really good. I believe in them. And I think sometimes when guys have gone through hard stuff, they come to you a little more prepared to, to, to be better. When you first came here, it was BYU's first year in the WCC. 
So you've been in the league before. Yeah. You've since been in the WAC. Coach Rose is fond of saying the toughest league to win is the league you're in. Sure. Uh, how do you contrast navigating what you had in the WAC to being back in the WCC trying to win this league? I, I mean, I don't know. I do know I was at the WCC head coaches meeting, and I just felt like a kid in a candy store. I'm like, that's Mark View. That's Herb Sendak. That's Lorenzo Omar. I mean, these are great coaches, right? That's Randy Bennett. You know, you think about it. And so I was actually taking so, – so this is the honest truth. Okay, we're in there for a whole day. Right, and all the coaches speaking up, have opinions about everything, and I wasn't. I wasn't really interested in any part of the conversation that was going on. I was interested in like, why is he saying that, and, and how do? Why does he say it that way, and and how does he talk in this? This is how he talks to his team, and what are their plans? I mean, I think it's a big time coaches league. I do. I think, I think, uh, the coaches in this league are pretty extraordinary if you really think about it. You know. Um, and so I think that maybe is one of the things that makes this league really unique, right? It's hard to be WCC is the eighth, eighth ranked league in America last year. You think about that for a second. That's incredible, you know, with, with the size of these schools and the budgets of these schools, and it's the number eighth ranked league in the, in the country. That's really impressive. Well, you know, Santa Clara and uh, is it Pepperdine doesn't come from? Or no, Pacific doesn't come here. Were you okay with that? Like how they kind of don't do the true little round robin? Yeah, I mean it just is what it is, right? I, you know, I can I can spend a lot of time consternating over that, but I'm, nobody's gonna listen to me at this point, right? So, um, you know, I, th- I think the schedule is going to be really exciting and great, and and we we got to go find a way to win some games, right? So, um, and and so you know, I think it's a, I think it's a really interesting approach to scheduling. Um, and, you know, we'll see. What was the uh, reception from the other coaches to you being the new, the new guy on the block? They were so happy because they were like, we know this dude can't coach. So, like, this is a couple easy wins. We're happy this guy rolled in here. So it was great. Actually, you know, I, 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 know, I know these guys. And, and actually, these coaches have been really generous to me over the years, right? Really, really generous uh, when we're out recruiting um, and we have a chance to sit and talk or, uh, you know, I, I had the chance to – to play at St. Mary's twice when I was coaching at Utah Valley and play at Gonzaga once. And, and uh, you know, I, of course, I've known Coach Romar, Romar forever. And, and um, so, you know, I do. I think, if, you know, I don't know, maybe the BYU faithful are going to be disenchanted by the fact that I speak so highly of the other coaches in this league. But these are great coaches. And um, I'm going to learn everything I can from them when we play against him and, and when I watch him talk at a head coach's meeting and everywhere else because there's a lot to be learned in this profession. Outside the conference and, and non-conference scheduling, how many more spots, if any, do you still have remaining? We still have a couple games we gotta, we got to take care of, uh, but we're close. And, uh, and it's, a, you know, it's, a, it's a great schedule, um, a great home schedule. We have a couple big-time home games, and, and obviously we're going to Maui, and that's going to be fun. So we're still trying to iron out a couple things, but we're really close. What are some of the aha moments you and your coaching staff have had as you've gotten to know some of these players from you? Because you were coaching against them and yep. you probably saw them peripherally, but as you've really gotten into them, well, some of those things where you go, oh, I didn't realize that, or this guy can do this, or something like that. You know, it's most often the case that um, that the guys you hate most to play against, you hate them when you play against them. Those are the guys you actually love the most, and I think that's been pretty consistent for me. 
Um, and, you know, it started when we kind of had our first series of individual meetings. You know, we sit in and have a half an hour, hour-long meeting with, with just me one-on-one, right? And kind of just getting to talk to these guys and learn about them and what they care about and how they think. And so I had a lot of those moments then. And then just watch them on the court and see what I think they, they can do right now and what is kind of at their fingertips which they can't really do but they th- is within their grasp and then the big picture stuff that they are you freaking kidding me let's go my friend how are you I'm great. Sorry to you guys this is, this is one of the great young men in college basketball right here this Connor McDougal so um just give me four minutes okay uh no you can stay here come on I'm gonna talk about you I'm gonna say some bad things about you right now um <laughs> Uh, so there's a lot. Like, it's really fun. I mean, it's really fun to get to know these guys and kind of get to know how they see themselves and how I see them. And, and sometimes those things really are are in harmony, and sometimes there's a lot of growth there And as we do this discovery. So there's a lot. I know that's a bad answer. I didn't give you a single specific example. I'm sorry. Sorry about that. <laughs> what kind of, like, buzz did Yoli coming back or energetic... Is Yoli Tiles coming back? <laughs> I was on vacation. <laughs> but what uh, what kind of lift did he give? Did he give the other players just the, the vibe in the room when, when he announced? You know, this team wants to win. I really do. I think these guys want to win, and so I think top to bottom, guys feel like, you know, let's have as many guys here that that can be on this team that can help us win. And interestingly, there are not that many rosters that are that are in that place, in that in that mindset. You know, a lot most of the time it's kind of competitive posturing for possessions and shots and minutes and those kind of things. I think this roster is uniquely situated where our guys want to win. And so from that context, Yoli Childs walking back in the door is a huge deal because we want to win and, and he can help us win. And I think really refreshing um, is just is his mindset. You know, when he talks about trying to be the, you know, being the best defensive player on the floor every night, like he's really serious about that. Like he wants to try and do that and become that guy. And and how do you not get excited about a teammate that wants to make that type of commitment? So I think, I think top to bottom, guys are excited about it. Um, you know, if we could get have Michael Jordan roll in here and Kareem, then then I think the guys would be even more excited. So that's where we're at. You talked about the the upcoming schedule for this year. How obviously when you came in, there were already obviously games that were already scheduled that are on the on the schedule. How long do you feel it will take for a schedule to kind of reflect what you want? A year. So it'll be be more next year. and so, you know, the, uh, Coach did an unbelievable job, and, and, and Tim Lacombe was doing a lot of scheduling, so they did an unbelievable job putting together a great schedule for this season, mostly done. And so, uh, and we don't have a lot of long-term contracts in terms of, in terms of our, our, our schedule. So, you know, we, we're already working on that for next year and, and, and trying to see if we can, um, you know, make some, some, sign some really stupid contracts. That's, that's my goal, so... Beyond the additions of Yoli and Jake, can you discuss some of the other additions to the roster and how, how you see them? Yeah, so uh, we have a bunch. Um, so, you know, we have the two guys from UVU, Rich Harward, who I think is going to be a – he just is – he's one of my favorite stories in college basketball right now. 
and Wyatt Lowell, who's got a, his upside is so, his ceiling is so high. And uh, am I allowed to talk about? I think preferred walk-ons until they're in school. I can't talk about, so I can't talk about some of the guys, but there's a couple other guys we're really excited about um, that I think have a chance to actually help us in games maybe this year. And so, um, so you know, there's a collection of guys that we're looking forward to coaching. Another newcomer, Trevin Nell, yeah. coming back from Mission. How do you ease in return missionaries? What's your philosophy? Well, that's the key, guys? right? We got to go really slow, and so it's going to be it's going to be really painful for him in the sense of he is um, you're just so anxious, right? And uh, and so you just want, he wants to jump on the court, and you know he he um, he actually got a little tendonitis in his in his wrist. Uh, he was getting up so many shots. Um, you know, we have a couple guys that are averaging about a little bit over 5,000 shots a week, and they're real shots, and that's not easy to do. You think about 750 shots a day sounds like it's, you know, or, or really for these guys taking Sundays off, you know, 850 shots a day doesn't sound like that much. That's a good, it's a good three and a half hours, three and a half hours of work if you do it right. And um, so he jumped in a little too quick that way. Uh, but he's got a chance to be a good player. I watched him a lot in when he was, uh, you know, playing as a prep, and and he he can really make shots, and he's a good competitor, and he's gonna end up with a really good body. So it's just going really slow, making sure and keeping him safe, because the things that kill you are the setbacks, right? You jump in, you go a little too fast, and then you're out for six weeks because you pulled a hamstring, and it, that's what crushes you. So we'll be really conservative with return missionaries and kind of bring them along slower than they want to come. Maybe one more quick question. What do you, you see? Operations guy yet, or yeah, yeah. So we're cl- we're close now. That's that's close uh, based on this institution's timeline, which is uh, is uh, full of wisdom and and uh, caution, right? Which is what makes this place so special. And so, in that sense, we're really close. So it should be a couple months. We'll, we'll get there. <laughs> And I say that with the greatest amount of affection because I, I actually I actually like the hiring process here. So, anything else anyone have? I got a couple more minutes. I don't want any. I, oh. I, I feel bad about messing you guys up schedule wise. Anybody else have anything they need to do? You need to ask. Are you happy with where your team's at right now? Uh, yeah, I am. I, I think we have good energy right now. We're, listen, I'm not I'm not approaching this team uh, as a whole at all right now. Everything we do is individual work. Um, and and uh, it's you know with this tour uh, trip to Italy that we're taking this summer, we actually get to start practicing the team the very beginning of August. So it makes for a long season. So right now, I just I'm just excited to have my hands on these guys and be on the court with them and and work on their individual skills and and help them understand some of the individual skills that we think are incredibly important that they've actually never considered as being an important part of the game before. <laughs> Between now and Italy, uh, what becomes kind of your schedule for you and the staff? And- yeah, so obviously we get the three weekends this month to recruit, and so it's new, uh, and so it's going to be really interesting, and, and it's everybody's on the same schedule, so we get the two high school weekends and the top 100 weekend, and then we just have the two, the two weeks in July. Uh, we got, you know, we're in camp right now, we have two, two weeks of camp left, and so it's kind of a, a normal summer, just, um, just kind of racing around doing what we can. As you watch the interaction between your assistant coaches and the players, yeah. how is that? How has that relationship grown? Yeah, it's awesome. It's really good. My staff is really good. Um, you know, they're and, and they're really growing uh, relationships with these players quickly, and um, and and that's really important 
because you know you you have to like right now we it is so vital that we take every moment we can to put capital in the bank with these young men it just is the way it works now i i believe this is the way that you coach now because once you get to this season it is so hard and we are so incredibly demanding of our players they have no idea what they're getting into and so for them to right now over the next you know two and a half months to gain a real belief in their soul that we are their biggest fans and we want this every bit as much as they do for their own personal and team success it's really important and for them to believe that we're a hundred percent invested in them there's no shortcut to that it's just time right and it's and it's um and it's teaching and sharing and and being vulnerable with these guys and all those things that help you forge a relationship is really important my assistants are great at it that's why i hired them they're really good at this how has a guy like teach responded to your guys coaching styles and, and has he bought in uh well i think teach is tricky right because he does he doesn't like any of us he's kind of declared that he's not listening to me one word out of my mouth and um no, he's, come on, this is a special young man who wants to win so badly. Like, he wants to win so badly. Like, he's carrying a huge burden on his shoulders right now in terms of feeling like he, you know, this is his, this is his final shot to win, right? To win big, to, to win in a way he wants to win, right? That he imagined winning. And he's won a boatload of games. Come on, I mean, I don't know what the record over, is over his tenure, but it's unbelievable, right? But he, he, he would like to put an extra stamp on that. And, um, and uh, so he's, he's really receptive and he's really eager and he's really anxious.